Yo, 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 what's good? This chairman house of barf was popping. Ah, took a little break. Just, I know, being lazy. This is why I'm fucking up. Because I always take just another little break. Always. And that, those little breaks um, could be two, three thousand dollars Just little breaks. One thing I want to share real quick. Uh, I know you wouldn't know, but guess what I just found? Found some of my old flashcards. I just want to go over a couple of these real quick. Uh, da, 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 da. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, these are not even all of them. These are just, damn it. But let me go ahead and go over uh, dated date. These are uh, securities terms. For a new bond issue, the date from which interest accrual begins. Accrued interest calculation, 360-day year is principal times interest rate times elapsed days over 300. I see, I can't even remember that one. Parity price of convertible. Market price times conversion ratio. I can't remember half this shit. I got a, I got a lagging indicators to reflect where the economy is going. Corporate profits, average duration of unemployment, Labor cost per unit of output manufacturing, ratio of inventory to sales, commercial industry loans outstanding, ratio of consumer installment credit to personal income. Oh my gosh, I I have no idea how I remember this shit. Like, I mean, how I used to know this shit. This is crazy. Come rights formula. I'm assuming that's cum. Okay. Um... Market price minus subscription price over number of rights of, I mean, number of rights to purchase one plus one. I can't see. I can't remember. Derp. The order in which dividends distributions occur. Declaration X record payable. Oh, my gosh. How do I remember that? NASDAQ. National Association of Securities Dealer Automated Quotation System. Ah, can't, didn't remember that. Cusip. Committee of Uniform Securities Identification Procedures. Oh, my gosh. I, You know what? I'm going to take a break. I, I'm so excited to find these. I'm so embarrassed that I can't remember none of this shit. That hurts my heart. I'm pissed off at myself because I should know this shit. Uh, just, I should just know this shit. Uh, but we're going to work on that. Um, all right. I'm put these away. All right. So we're getting into it. Second half. Bum rush. Uh, getting into it, um, typically, if I know, I, I'm not an expert, but if I had to guess, um, typically, um, Fridays are probably more of a sell-off day. Uh, just people, you know, they've been day trading and everything, are ready to take their, their winnings or, you know, uh, take those losses. Uh, just to say, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and take those losses and wrap it up. Uh, so let's go ahead and take a look at a few of the trades that we've made. Uh, first, let's let's see what uh, what's going on in the news. We're gonna check on DraftKings. I've been meaning to research them. Do with the culmination of the last several quarters, really the last you know several years of effort. Um, so it's a great quarter, but a lot. Okay, talking about DraftKings, nothing too crazy. Been meeting to review DraftKings because almost everybody I know is sports gambling these days. Again, gamification of shit that you really don't know what you're doing, but you do it anyway. All right, I'm going going to TD Ameritrade uh, Network. Uh, I like this channel a lot. Uh, let's see what they're talking about. Uh, are they talking about DraftKings? Let me see. 
out and uh, this right here acceptance the, no they're talking uh, about Ani semiconductor I was supposed to is, gosh uh, basically just validifying the uh, working assumption that we're trending higher so let's move away here taking a look at the daily time frame you can see going all the way back to May of 2020 a similar pattern, right? Areas of value that formed higher and higher levels. Oops, this was not marked, but it should be 80. And it does look like we're going to start to balance out. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and shut that down. All right, so they were talking about Ani Semiconductor. I was looking at them the other day. It was supposed to be. All right, so uh, a couple of trades that we've made over the last few days. Uh, we have JetBlue. Uh, JetBlue uh, has been absolutely a terrible decision to make the other day. That's approximately down 14%. I should have never gotten this deep into this hole. Uh, so uh, did a partial sell. Um, was up approximately earlier today, but now it looks like it's come down, uh, which is okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just slowly but surely uh, start pulling out a JetBlue. It should have happened already earlier uh, just to kind of mitigate some of those losses. Uh, if things appear, considering, uh, you know, we have investors who like to invest based off of news. So I don't know what the rule is. Um, I, I think people say, let me see what it is. Uh, goodness. Uh, Google is just, let me see. It just. Okay, I don't know what's going on, Google. But I believe the saying is sell on good news, buy on bad. Let me see um, if that's correct. So, um, so with selling a partial amount of uh, JetBlue, uh, that does kind of mess up that theory. I should be buying on this bad news. There's terrible news that JetBlue is not going to make profits in the third quarter. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're partners with American Airlines, uh, things like that. And then uh, today when the good news came out, talking about uh, or some decent news that they may have hung out or this even came out yesterday that they, excuse me, that JetBlue may have uh, hooked up with, um, uh, what was it, some Aries company some, for international, uh, I guess, internet. I'm not sure if it's international flights or something. Let me see if I can, uh, let me see if I can find this news. All right, give me just one moment. All right, I'm just going to Google and I'm just typing in JetBlue stock. Uh, all right. Uh, cuts forecast on shift to international travel. Okay, so I'm looking on CNBC. JetBlue, here, let me see if my computer will read it. JetBlue cuts forecast on shift to international travel. End of American Airlines partnership. Published Tuesday, August 1st, 20237, colon 12 a.m. EDT updated. Tuesday, August 1st, 20234, colon 24 p.m. EDT. Leslie Josephs at Leslie. Uh, Leslie Josephs. Okay. Um, 
Now they end the partnership with American Airlines. Uh, let me see who did they link up with. Um, Oh, goodness. I just saw it the other day. Uh, and it's just very possible that flights are just going to take 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 a hit for a little while, possibly. I'm not sure. It could be across the board. It could be the industry. Right now, people may not be traveling as much. Um, goodness. Uh, JetBlue Partnership. That's what, I'm just going to type that in real quick. This this you know this was a terrible trade to make over the last couple of days, uh, unless you know I didn't short it. I went long on it, uh, and I'm trying to figure out what's the best way to approach it. Uh, and I, you know, it's paper trading, but you want to make sure that you kind of uh, are building the foundation, you know, and not just you know, um, not just uh just trading because you know it's because you want to like even your live portfolio i could be completely wrong about this sorry i can't i can't find this group because uh supposedly it's something about let me see if i could type in jet blue uh b6 code i can't even remember uh b6 flight code um because I, I was just looking at everything about this, and I can't believe I can't find it right now. Just give me one more second. Again, as you know, I like to do this shit kind of in one take so that you can say to yourself, like, hey, you know, there's nothing that I can do that you can't do better, you know. Uh, so just give me one moment as I pull this information up. Okay. Uh, so I've just found it uh, right here. I don't think my computer's going to. Let me see if it'll let me read it out loud. JetBlue and Air Serbia announced new code share agreement. 9.02 a.m. Eastern Time, August 3rd, 2023. Business Wire, print. JetBlue, NASDAQ, JBLU, and Air Serbia today announced a new partnership making Air Serbia-operated flights available on JetBlue.com with a new code share agreement. Beginning July 26th, 2023, JetBlue placed its B6 airline code on Air Serbia-operated non-stop flights from New York's John F. Kennedy International Airport, JFK, and Chicago's O'Hare International Airport, RD, to Belgrade's Nikola Tesla Airport, BEG. Okay, so, uh, so yeah, so that news came out as positive news, and today, so yesterday is probably not the day that I probably should have gotten rid of a small piece of it. Um, today should have been the day I got rid of a small piece of jet blue, considering that positive news came out and then I should have, you know, when the, when jet blue had to shoot up, I, I probably should have, you know, decreased a small portion of the portfolio considering that, um, I'm, I'm approximately on the trade down approximately about 14%. Uh, so I could have sold on kind of a green day. Um, but for the most part, uh, let me look at the JetBlue chart. Uh, for the most part, I'm sort of bullish on, on JetBlue looking at the chart. The chart is showing, in my personal opinion, a bearish trend. But on the same time being a bearish trend, 
I'm looking at how, I mean, let me see. Goodness, where did all my stuff just go? Okay, let me look. Uh, so I do see what is considered kind of a, I don't know what it's called. Uh, let me see if I can pull my, um, I believe it's called a top, um, a double top. Uh, you know, so it's not anything related to head and shoulders or anything. Um, uh, I'm trying to look up uh, technical analysis uh, tools um, stock market. Seeing if I can find this uh, real quick. Just just a random article. It doesn't have to be very specific. But I believe what I'm looking at at JetBlue is a um, is a uh, let me see if I can find um, uh, okay, forget about it. Here, one second. Let me just check. Uh, give me just one second. Just trying to look. I'm trying to look for technical analysis tools uh, or, or like charting patterns. This is what I am. I'm, I'm just a charter, a technical analysis person with a little bit of fundamentals. So one of the things I'm looking at uh, with JetBlue is, if I'm correct, uh, the technical analysis. Um, there's so many different terms. You can make up your own terms if you want. But let me see. I believe it's a double top. Uh, here, let me see if I can read this for y'all. Double top. A double top is another pattern that traders use to highlight trend reversals. Typically, an asset's price will experience a peak before retracing back to a level of support. It will then climb up once more before reversing back more permanently against the prevailing trend. Okay, so what I think I'm looking at with JetBlue is a double top. Now, I did hear it said that next time it goes down, it's more permanent. Uh, but on the other note, and I understand it's more permanent. Um, let me see real quick. Let me pull this chart back up. Okay. So it's reaching support levels It's re right now. Uh, it's approximately 1130 AM Eastern standard time and it's trading around $6 and 68 cents jet blue ticker symbol J, um, B L U. Uh, so. I understand that's more permanent. That's what the random article just said. Let me see. This is what IG.com. However, in the last, let me see. I'm going to go to a 10 year chart. In the last 10 years, I'm going to go to a 20 year chart. In the last 20 years, the lowest I see JetBlue going. Okay, it did hit two dollars in two thousand nine. Uh, wow, JetBlue was two dollars. That's crazy. All right, the lowest I see it at is two dollars in two thousand nine. Uh, now let me do ten years. The lowest I see it at approximately is six dollars and four cents. And let me do five years. Now, five years I really don't care too much about because that's that's not a long time, in my personal opinion. The lowest I see it in five years is approximately $6.18. So when I sell, um, in order to not, you know, breach any wash trade rules, um, 
um, I did a partial sale, and I and, and I didn't do it when I was on the podcast. I did it when I uh, on my own time. Uh, sometimes I like to just do try to do everything on the podcast. So again, everybody can see. Oh, there's nothing too crazy about this guy, Chan Man. I can do this on my own, and if anything, I can make more money. Uh, there was a trade I made recently. I think it was RGTI. Let me see. Random stock. Didn't know anything about the company. Um, just looked at the chart and said, oh, snap. Uh, this could be a buying opportunity. Bought it. Uh, sold it. Uh, so I bought it at like $2.47. Sold it at like, I don't know, like $2.50 and like 50 cents or something. You know, just made $3 per, per or not $3, 3 cents per trade, whatever. I was fine with it. Then the shit shot up a little bit more. Uh, shot up to like, let me see. I'm about to type it in. Rigetti Computing. It's like a quantum computing company. Don't know anything about them. Shot up to, let me see, the last five days. Last five days, did it shoot up to $3 and some odd cents? Shot up to like $3.18. You know what I'm saying? Could have made way more. Way more. Uh, so, you know, but again, being scared, you know, scared money don't make money, whatnot. I, I was being scared, you know, uh, cause I am just hopping back into this, um, and was just like, here, let me take, you know, a few dollars that I can make and just get out of here. Uh, JetBlue, I mean, on the other end, lost a bunch of money. So, um, I do think that JetBlue is reaching support levels, and based off of its history, uh, it, it should at some point recover from this level. So I probably would just go ahead and hold on to these. I know we're working on day trading, but I'll probably just hold on to this for a little while, uh, let it get its international flights up and popping. Um, and then I understand quarter three here real quick. Uh, let's go over the... Um, um, Goodness, why is Google doing this to me? It, I think Bing is like, stop using Google. Bing is on top of this. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, oh, well, my microphone. Oh, somehow my microphone is blocked. I, I don't remember doing that. Uh, so let me go ahead and type in uh, the dates for the fiscal calendar. Uh, I believe the third quarter ends. I can't remember. I don't know. June, July or something. Uh, date for fiscal calendar 2023. Um, here, I'll let, I'll let it read. Search results. Federal government. The identification of a fiscal year is the calendar year in which it ends. Thus, the current fiscal year is 2023, often written as FI 2023 or FY23, which began on October 1st. 2022 and will end on September 30th, 2023. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can just see the calendar. Um, hmm. I can, I can look it up real quick. Uh, I think Yahoo, uh, Yahoo finance. If you type in a stock, let me just type in any stock RGTI. I think it's Yahoo. They'll give you like the financials. Let me go to the financials. And ah, uh, okay. 
It might not be here. Let me see, quarterly. Okay, so the third quarter is, what month is this? Okay, I'll figure it out. Um, it's every three months. If it starts in October, October, November, uh, December, January, first quarter, um, January, February, March, second quarter, uh, March, April, May, June. So it's like third, it's like, it's like third quarter, uh, it's like June. And then was it June, July, August, September, it's like the fourth quarter. So we're not expecting anything for the third quarter. I don't even know when JetBlue, uh, gives its earnings report. Um, I think they already did. Let me see. Uh, I think they already did their second quarter. I'm not sure. When does JetBlue report earnings? Okay, let me see if I can find this. Mm, okay, I think I can go to NASDAQ and find the earnings reports. Uh, okay. So, I do believe that they they gave their second uh quarter reports. I can let me see. I can go to the news headlines. I know it's okay. JetBlue Airways swings uh, quarter two adjusted profits, operating revenue rises, issues quarter three earnings. Okay, so um, I'll just read just a little bit. JetBlue Airways reported quarter two uh, adjusted earnings Tuesday of forty five cents per diluted share. Swinging from a net loss of 47 cents a year earlier. Okay, so they lost two cents. Analysts polled by Capital IQ expected 0.43. Operating revenue of the quarter ended June 30th was 2.61 billion, up from the 2.45 billion a year earlier. Oh goodness! So you know, I'm sorry. Like JetBlue's numbers are not the best here. Let's real quick. Last couple things on JetBlue. We've been talking for, about them for about 20 minutes. Uh, let me go to my analyze tool and um, JetBlue. Um, essentially, you're just taking a ride with me. The numbers are not too appealing. Earnings per share uh, have dropped over the last five years, starting at 51 cents in 2018, uh, ending around a dollar 12 in 2022. I mean, 2019 it was a dollar. Uh, it was one dollar 91 cents. 2020, it was $4.88. 2021, it was 57 cents. I mean, I'm sorry. I apologize. 2020, it was negative $4.88 per, you know, earnings per share. And then 2021 was negative 57 cents. Uh, and then 2022 was negative, uh, $1.12. Uh, that was the annual. Um, now, uh, first quarter of 2023, Earnings per share was negative 57, I mean, negative 59 cents. Um, and then quarter two, it, it doesn't look like anything came out. Um, so the numbers, I mean, just those quick numbers, book value, book value is pretty steady. Uh, let me go to Yahoo Finance. Sometimes they, uh, they show me things just a little bit easier. Um, and then we're going to stop talking about Yahoo. I mean, we're going to stop talking about JetBlue. Uh, and move on um, to do some to do some trading. See if there's anything out there. Um, okay, let me look at the financials. JetBlue. Let me go to the analyst tool. 
check it out see what the analysts are saying uh, uh i think the analysts i'm not even sure what they're saying uh hold it looks like hold is the recommended thing to do okay all right um uh let me take a quick look um financials uh again uh believe uh these are in the millions uh all numbers are in the thousands okay um okay so uh what is this uh this is annual uh if it's in the thousands i think this is eight billion let me see yeah eight million ninety four thousand times a thousand if i'm correct yeah yeah so uh earnings i mean total revenue uh in december 2019 eight billion december 2020 approximately three billion in uh 2019 approximately eight billion 2021 approximately six billion 2022 uh approximately nine billion um i'm sorry i gotta look what ttm stands for tell you i'm not the expert at all all right ttm stands for trailing 12 month refers to the past here let me search results trailing 12 month key takeaways trailing 12 month or ttm refers to the past 12 consecutive months of a company's performance data used for reporting financial figures okay so ttm uh i believe it was it was uh it was approximately 9.9.1 billion dollars so their revenue fluctuates but it seems to you know seems to come back um one thing I do like to look at, and I'm not saying, you know, again, I'm not the expert. One thing I like to look at is who do they, who owes them money, which I believe is accounts receivable. Uh, hey, we just touched on accounting. We, accounting is, I got to get on top of this accounting because it, it is starting to get smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, let me see. That We got to go over this accounting. I, I, I haven't touched on it. Um, I believe it's accounts receivable. Uh, let me see if I can find it. And that uh, basically goes over, and I don't see it right now. Uh, let me see. I'm going to the cash flow. All right, this is enough with JetBlue. We've been talking about them forever. Um, operating cash flow. I don't know exactly what that means, uh, but it's gotten better. Uh, it's went up, um, balance sheet, uh, total liabilities, let me see, current liabilities, okay, here it goes, payables, payables and, what's that, accrued expenses, okay, so let me see accounts payable, so they keep it pretty steady, and let me verify it, uh, Voice options. I want to turn this on. What 
is account payable. Make sure I'm giving the correct information. Uh, yeah, it's just one sentence long. Money owed to the company. Uh, money owed by a company to its creditors. Oh, see, I had that wrong. So, that, well, let's go back to that. Accounts payable is pretty steady. It's steady around, I would say, approximately three, um, three million to approximately about five million. Uh, so let's go to the accounts receivable. So that's the amount. Uh, let's just verify that here. I'll, I'll let you hear uh, the accounts payable. AC counts payably. Oh, okay. Noun. Money owed by a company to its creditors. Okay, money owed by a company. So now I'm going to go ahead and type in accounts receivable. Oh, they just gave me here. Let me just go ahead and let it read this whole damn definition real quick. Search results. Difference between accounts payable and accounts receivable. Put simply, accounts payable and accounts receivable are two sides of the same coin. Whereas accounts payable represents money that your business owes to suppliers, accounts receivable represents money owed to your business by customers. Okay, so I like to look at accounts receivable. I like to look at accounts receivable because it lets me know how your business stays on top of uh, taking care of their business. You know what I'm saying? And trust me, if I was a business, my accounts receivable would probably be terrible. If If I had a business and my son or daughter took over my business... They'd be like, damn, dad. Damn. I'd be like, I know. But yo, your accounts receivable is ridiculous. I'd be like, no, I got, I got, I got business. I got deals with a lot of people and a lot of people. I'm sure that happens a lot where people would be like, yo, look, I know you had this deal with my dad, but look, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta come up off your bread. You owe us a million dollars. A million. You haven't paid in three years. You know, no wonder why my dad was going underwater. You know, always stressed out. So accounts receivable is around the same. It's around approximately, uh, uh, for example, I'll read it off. In uh, December 31st, approximately, I mean, December 31st, 2019, accounts receivable accounts receivable was approximately $2.3 million. 2020, they got it down. It was approximately about nine point, wait, about $980,000. Then uh, December 2021, it was approximately about two million again, approximately 2.1 again, and then uh, 2022, they got it down. It's approximately. Let me make sure I do my math correctly. Let me make sure I'm doing this correctly. Three, 317 times a thousand. Okay, my numbers were all wrong. Okay, so I apologize about that. So in December 2019. It was approximately 231 million. I apologize. And in uh, 2020, December 31st, 2020, it was approximately 98 million. Uh, and then 2021, it was approximately about 207 million. And then in uh, 2022, it was approximately 317 million. So, accounts receivable, they got people who owe them some money. Uh, but, you know, it's a billion dollar organization. Uh, so, you know, you know, you know, you, you make deals with people, people don't pay you, uh, total debt, uh, debt is steady between, I'd say approximately 3.1 billion and approximately about five bill, 5.5 5 billion. 
Um, so it's a tough airline. It's got to be tough to run. I mean, I mean, just looking at these numbers, I I, I feel stressed for who has to run this. Uh, I, so I'm gonna go ahead. My personal opinion right now, and it's not advice. I'm gonna leave JetBlue alone. I'm gonna leave its long position alone. However, it would have been possibly very intelligent to uh, sell uh, a contract. Uh, we could work on that. I'm probably not going to do that right now. Sell a, a call just to start receiving premiums. I, let me see. It, I don't even know if it's worth it right now to sell the call. Could make a few dollars on it. But we're at approximately uh, $6.70. Again, it's 11.48, approximately 11.48 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it's and it's August 4th, 2023. So selling the call contract, I mean, I'd have to say, what do I expect it to drop to $6? I couldn't make 70 cents, you know what I'm saying? Per, I guess, um, well, you know, I could make money on that expecting, but I don't see JetBlue just like going completely all the way down to $2. Uh, one of my homeboys, just got back from traveling and he said he used JetBlue and he said it was fine. It was, it was a good flight. Um, yeah. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave JetBlue alone with a, a long position. Let me see if it'll even allow me, uh, cause sometimes, uh, this stuff doesn't allow me to do shit. Uh, so let's just say flights don't take off till, October, November of 2023. So when is it here? Let's do it. I'm gonna. I guess there's no point in taking a quick break, right? Uh, I'm gonna take a quick pause. You know what I'm saying? We we'll just take a quick pause. Uh, we can do ten push-ups or something. Grab a bev, whatever. I'm gonna just take a quick pause, and then. Um, all right, let's just do it real quick. Just real quick, and then and then I'll take a pause. Um. JetBlue already said quarter three, don't expect shit from us. So quarter three, we're expecting, what's that? Uh, July, end of July or something, and then it's August, September, no, no. It's, what month is it? September, October, no, September, August, July. Okay, so they already said, at, you know, no, no, we're in quarter three. It ends, I think, in July, and then it's, no, in June, then it's July, August, September, something like that. Don't call me. I, I, I don't know what I'm talking about all the time. So quarter three, forget about it. All right. Uh, they lost their American Airline partnership. Um, oh, gosh. Another bill collector. Uh, but this one's not too bad. Oh, shit. Oh, somebody like $20. Uh, it's, it's nothing too bad. It's uh, Kaiser Permanente. Forgot to give them $20. Um, but you want to be very careful because when you don't pay them that $20, it could go to collections and then that's the shit that just ruins your life. And then you're like, yo, what the fuck? And then you got to get a hold of this collection agency and give them $20. Uh, and then also on the other note, there's this thing where they will say, Hey, we know you owe somebody 20 grand before eight grand. We can end this right now or something. And you're like, for real, for like five grand, I can end this. And then you pay the five grand and that shit is over. But guess what's on your credit score for seven years uh unpaid loan or something like that i don't know what the term is exactly so you want to be careful on that all right so quarter four they get up they get popping they got their uh air serby um 
partnership. They're starting to get international flights popping. People are flying international a lot more nowadays. When I'm talking to people, I'm like, yo, where are you going for vacation? A lot of people want to do do, do Dubai, um, Caribbean, Mexico. Uh, it's not like how I was growing up where people are like, yeah, we're going to Texas, Florida, uh, Seattle. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so let's just say by... Let's say like September 2023. Okay, I'm going to go about 50 days out. All right, so we have a September 2022nd, uh, 2023. Let me see if it'll allow me. I'm going to say, so this is a bearish position to sell a call. The reason why I'm doing this is because if I sell this call, one, I can try to hopefully make some money while it's going down because I'm getting my ass kicked. Um you know what I'm saying? I listened to this one podcast. Or you, sir, I, I haven't listened to him in a while. He was he would always say, cheeks busted. Get my cheeks busted, man. If you want to avoid getting your cheeks busted, like, yo, I'd be like, yo. I think his name is Big Hurt. Like, yo, stop saying that shit, man. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of the way he says it, too, you know, the way he talks. He's like, yo, man, you know, you want to avoid getting your cheeks busted? So right now, on um, Jet Bloom Get My Cheeks Busted, and um, uh, and so uh, selling a call is a bearish position, essentially saying that this is going to go down. I'm not much more bearish on JetBlue. I mean, it's, it it went down tremendously. If I could give it kind of an idea, uh, in when is this? April first, what year? 2021? No, 2022, uh, approximately. Let me make sure. Is that correct? Okay. Is it 2021? Let me here. Sometimes I got to use a different platform uh, so that I can see things a little bit more clearly. So around, yeah, 2021, it was approximately $20. So you know it would be probably a good idea buying calls long. Woo! More buying power. Okay, okay, okay. Let's think about that. Okay, we'll think about that. Uh, and no recommendations. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a personal advisor. I'm not a tax advisor. I'm nothing. Okay. So in April 2021, this shit was approximately about $21.89. It came all the way down to approximately $6.70. I'm not much more bearish on than, I mean, than that. It's, it's, it's a wrap. It's over. I mean, I'm not saying it is, but yo, it's a wrap. They've been crushed. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not much more bearish. However, if I can sell a contract to possibly cover my butt on these losses, um, I may be able to do that. Now, I'm bearish up until approximately end of August, uh, you know, going into September. I think that's when more people are going to come back home from all their vacations. More people are going to say, okay, it's a wrap. Time to get back to work. Focus on the job. All that summer, I've been golfing, chilling, playing. Now I got to show my job why they pay me, you know. So uh, I think people are going to be flying internationally back home. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that IRS agent or whoever going to come knocking on your door again. You know, COVID's over. We need to look over your numbers. So I think end of August, going into September, we'll start seeing flights up and popping again. Maybe a slowdown in October, and then we're going to see flights popping again in November. So for the short term, if I can make a little chicken 
before. So I'm not going to go 50 days out. I'm going to go 30. I'm going to go 30 days out, which is September 1st, 2023. Uh, I'll go 30 days out. And I'm going to say it's going to reach a certain amount, but then it's not going to go above that. So, for example, right now, the underlying instrument, the underlying stock is trading for $6.70. Of course, it would be going up right now, $6.71, while I'm trying to go bearish on it, right? Uh, let's try to help and get done because we've been dealing with this for 40 minutes. Um, we haven't even got to anything else. Um, so I say, okay, cool. It'll go up to $6.50. It's not going higher than that. And if I'm correct, this is already in the money. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, it's not. It's out of the money. Uh, don't quote me on that because, uh, it's above $6.70. So I'm buying out of the money. So I can try to get in the money at $7 and say it'll reach $7, but it's not going higher than that. It's going to stay below $7. Uh, and this contract by September 1st, y'all want to do something a little bit closer so that we don't have to wait so long. Uh, now I'll do, I'll, I'll do 30 days out September 1st. Uh, and then this contract could expire worthless on September 1st. And then I can collect the premium or I may have to be obligated to, um, sell the call sell the underlying instrument to someone at like $7. I could get assigned and then I would be obligated to sell it to them at that price. Okay. So I'm slipping, I'm messing up. I don't know exactly what I'm talking about, but let's go ahead and get in here and do this. So I'm going to sell a call. Cause really what I want to do is I want to buy the underlying instrument. If it, um, if it fails, you know, so what I want to do is I think, I don't know if it'll allow me, but I, um, I'll try to figure this out. I want to buy, I want to sell a put so that I'd be obligated to purchase the underlying instrument at a certain price if it get, if it comes down to that. But selling a put is a bullish position, and that's not what I want to do. Um. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and sell a call. All right, let me sell a call September 1st. Uh, strike price $7. This contract is approximately 19 cents. Uh, so let me go ahead and see how many contracts I'll do. Like, I'll do like, let me see. Let me see if I can do like five contracts. See if it'll let me do that. Uh, and then we'll do this at market. This is approximately a hundred dollars. Five contracts. That's 500 contracts. Um, that could be obligated to sell. Uh, and then 500 times, um, let's say $7, it's $3,500. So I could get my ass kicked, my cheeks busted, uh, just for a profit of $100. So let's see if we can, uh, I may not even want to wait that long. Let's just see if we got it. Let's, let's see if we can do a weekly. By next Friday, this is not going to be above seven, $7 or $7.50. Let, let me go to our, my probability analysis. So by August 11th, let me go to August 11th. Let me see the 50-50. 50-50, August 11th. They're saying 
Closest to 50-50 I can get is approximately, let me see one moment, I'm trying to get there. It's approximately $6.70 is the 50-50. So I want to get as close to that price as possible next week. So $6.70. So I say this is not going above $7 by next Friday. And this contract is approximately about $5. I'll do, let's, um, because I could be obligated to have to sell this, and then I'll be out $3,500. Because uh, I'm going to do 500 contracts, which is five, but each contract is 100. So this could be big bread just to make $27, uh, just to make a max profit of $27. Uh, let's check it out. Okay, so I just sold the call. Okay. Um, okay, so it's not it's not doing well right now. Because, of course, of course JetBlue is going up. So I sold the call in hopes that I'll be able to keep the $27. Uh, and so it's a August 11, 2023, strike price $7. Um... um Currently, right now, uh, I can't win. I'm down 10% on this right now. Uh, so we'll just see if that expires worthless uh, and see if we can make um, $27 on that. Or, um, shit, I might just go ahead and get out of this because uh, <laughs> I really don't feel like uh, having to sell. Let me see, $7. 500 contracts, $507. Oh, I'll be out 500. And, uh, no, no, I did that incorrectly. Seven contracts times um, 500. I'll be out $3,500. You know what I'm saying? It's not even, it's not, it's not even worth it. Um, but this is just, this is just a weekly. Uh, I'm probably going to get ready to just, cover that uh i'm gonna leave that till probably about 2 30 3 30 to see if this bullish run that jet blues on that it hasn't been on all week uh uh kind of has some pullback you know what i'm saying people decide oh look i made a little couple dollars on jet blue let me go ahead and just take my money and roll out uh and you know before you know 4 p.m so let's just see how that runs um I, I really do not feel like selling 500 contracts. So that is not going to be exercised. Uh, I'm going to definitely, um, um, I think execute. Don't quote me on the ease. It's exercise, expire, execute. So I think I'm going to execute it and basically close it out probably by the end of today. I'm just going to see if I can try to make some money on the, on, on, on the way down. Uh, but currently right now, um, okay, I'm down 10% on this call I just sold. Why is, why is JetBlue going up right now? Currently, it's at $6.73. All right, let me go ahead and close this uh, this contract out. All right, I'm going to go ahead and close it out. I'm going to watch. I'm going to take a big loss on it.
uh, what is that right now? The contract's trading at, I bought it at five cents, currently trading at approximately six cents. So I'm going to go ahead and put a limit order to just sell it at six cents. Because um, I do not feel like, um, I, I didn't even do the math on my break even or nothing. Let me just get the hell out of here. Stop messing around before I owe somebody $3,500 on a $27 max profit trade. Okay. Oh, gosh, I forgot. Uh, day trades. Uh, what did they just say? Uh, all right. Let me here. I'll show you all my messages. Uh, I'll let you see. You've made two day trades in the last five business days. You are allowed to make one more day trade. Uh, day trading rules apply to accounts under $25,000. Please contact TD Ameritrade. Oh, gosh. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, I use TD Ameritrade's Thinkorswim platform. Um, okay. So I'm allowed one more day trade. Um, so I just lost $5 on that trade. It's no problem. Uh, got the experience. Um, okay. Gosh. Got to get my bread up. Uh, I'm going to work on getting some more bread uh, so that, you know what I'm saying, we can just go crazy. Uh, gosh. They're on my ass. Um, okay. I'm going to try to work on getting some more bread. Um, in these accounts so that, you know, we can, we can go crazy. Uh, let me, um, let me look at what else is going on. So we spent basically about 50 minutes doing, uh, trades on, uh, JetBlue. I did not mean to do that. I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, I'll come back probably with another episode, uh, real quick before we go. I want to take a look at another stock that I've been working on the last couple of days. Uh, so I've been uh, I've been bearish on Foot Locker to a certain price. I think it was like twenty four dollars and ninety cents. I have no idea where Foot Locker is right now. Give me one moment. Okay, so this other trade been bearish on Foot Locker. Uh, say February sixteenth, twenty twenty four. Strike price twenty five. Uh, I bought a long put. Um, and currently down approximately about six uh percent. Um, so Foot Locker, I guess, what's the underlying? It's at 25.88. Okay, so it really hasn't went too crazy. Uh, I just think, you know, it's probably going to drop down just a little bit. Let me look at the chart real quick. Foot Locker's chart. Yeah, it's been trending around $25, $24 for some time. Uh, it did hit $24 on June, but I don't think I was there for it. Uh, so yeah, I'm just bearish on it. Probably going to go ahead and get ready to wrap this up. Um, I, I may just hold it for just a little bit longer. Retail sales. Let me think. Retail sales. Um, let's look at some news real quick. If I can look at some quick news. Um, Foot Locker. Where's the news? I don't know where my news is. Normally just, okay, here it goes. All right, Foot Locker. Uh, when was this? August 2nd. Um, the read aloud tool. Foot Locker to report second quarter uh, financial results on August 23rd, 2023. Uh, let's take a look. Foot Locker, New York Stock Exchange, ticker symbol FL. The New York-based uh, specialty athletic realtor, uh, what was that, PL, 
second quarter ended July 29, 2023, before the U.S. markets opened on Wednesday, August 2023. I mean, August 23rd, 2023. A conference call is AM. What, why is this? I think this thing is cut off. Let me see. Okay, here we go. I'm sorry. It was cut off. I couldn't see everything. Okay, here we go. All right. Uh, New York-based uh, specialty athletic realtor plans to report financial results for its second quarter ended July 29, 2023, before the U.S. markets opened on Wednesday, August 23, 2023. A conference call is scheduled for the same day at 10 a.m. Eastern Time during which the company will provide an update on the business. An investor presentation will be available under the investor relations section of the company's corporate website. So, uh, Full Ugger has been struggling. Uh, let me see if uh, there's any news I can get. Sometimes there's the earnings whisper. Um, let me see if I can find uh, Foot Locker's... Uh, Upcoming earnings report. See if see if you know there's possibly some people who can say yeah you know whether it's going to look good or bad. Because um, if the earnings looks bad, then it's going to be pretty bearish. Um, uh, let's see if there's somebody who can. Okay, so uh, the the anticipation for me uh, earnings report. What does it look like? I'm right now. I'm looking at Zach's dot com. And seriously, some of these websites are not the best websites to use. So if people are like, ah, he uses Zach's and all that shit, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Again, you just kind of got to know what you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm just looking at the earnings report. Um, so for the end, oh, see, they don't even have. They don't have an estimate. I kind of want an estimate of what it's going to do. Um, let me see on Zach's. Uh, appears to be weak. Uh, this was on July 19th, 2023. Appears to be a weak performer for a while now due to several headwinds. A tough operating landscape, uh, including uh, inflammation pressures, foreign currency. So, yeah. So, I'm a little bull- I'm a little bearish on Foot Locker, but again, not forever. Just temporarily. Uh, but once it hits probably like $24, if it hits $23, then I'm going to be pretty bullish on it. I mean, I mean, getting Foot Locker at that price is, I mean, let me see real quick. I just want to check one more thing and then we're going to go ahead and cut this and we'll, we'll bring it, uh, we'll bring it right back. Uh, with actually going over, uh, some barf shit. Uh, I mean, we're doing it right now, but I kind of got stuck. Uh, and that's one thing is you kind of can just chill with me and go down my journey with me. Um, okay. I mean, do we look at Foot Locker as being a company that is going to go out of business? Like, I don't know. I can't name them all. Toys R Us or whatnot. Analysts are like, yeah, get the hell out of here. But again, I'm bullish. So I'm, I'm like, yes. Uh, let's go ahead. I'm going to look at the 20 year chart and see, does it really ever go below? In 2009, it went Damn, $3.65. Damn. And then it went all the way up to about $75. Goodness gracious. Woo! 
I would have loved to have been that investor. I would have just been holding on, holding on, chilling, chilling, chilling. All right, so, uh, okay, the last time it dropped kind of below 20 some odd dollars was around 2011, dropped down to like $2016. But other than that, it's been pretty steady around, I would say, steady around, uh, no, it got down to $18 in 2020. Uh, yeah, so it's very possible. It's very possible it could drop, but I don't see that. I think it's going to drop probably down to like, let me see. I think around now, 2488. Uh, I think that's, that's probably a pretty good support level. Uh, it could break support. That's very possible. And if it breaks support, then I think it's going to drop down to about $17, $18, which I'd be like, mm-mm. <laughs> Cause then I'm going to turn around and I'll probably buy it down and ride the wave up. Cause eventually I think uh, they just hired that new CEO that they, they plan on being in business for the next few years. They, a CEO's career normally lasts approximately about four to five years. You know what I'm saying? So you hire a new CEO, you're not expecting to go out of business next year. You're going to pay that person all that money just to let them, you know what I'm saying? Roll out. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man, they're going to, they're going to say, Hey, Mary, what, what you going to do? To keep us in business for the next five years. You know what I'm saying? Once she get everything up and popping, then she's probably going to use that to put on her resume. To um, And have you seen these new resumes? They've been out for a few years now. They got graphs and all that type of shit on it. Mine don't. I got a couple paragraphs. My resume is one page long, couple paragraphs. If you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. And people say, no, that's not the attitude to have. Your resume is your initial interview. I say, whatever. I really don't give a shit. You know, whatever, man. These people are going to hire me and they're just going to abuse me anyways. You know what I'm saying? So why should I really care about them? You know, I'm going to ride the job. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to do my best, but it doesn't ever seem to really work out for me. You know, and, you know, whatever. But so, yeah, they plan on being in business for the next few years. So I'm going to say it's just real quick. They're probably going to have another earnings report that's not going to be that exciting. Uh, this upcoming August 23rd It's going to be like, yeah. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Have you been to a Foot Locker lately real quick? This is the last thing I'm going to say. I went to a Foot Locker the other day uh, because um, soccer season is about to start popping off again. And I just needed to hurry up. Uh, the, the, the shoes were too small on my boy's feet. And it was like, here, let me hurry up and just go get you another pair real quick. And the closest thing that I could think of was Foot Locker. And went in there. There's... You know, same thing. Couple of little bad, beautiful women. You know, one guy in there. They're sitting around talking, chilling. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but there's nobody in there. They got a bunch of shoes. Nobody's buying any shoes. They didn't even have cleats. I had to head to Dicks. You know what I'm saying? And Dicks was pretty solid. The thing about Dicks, they got some long lines and not enough representatives. But they got what you need. So I want to stop here. I'm going to bring it back because we still didn't get a lot done. Uh, but I want to thank anybody and everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with your man, Chairman. I appreciate it. Uh, if you find it in your heart and if you think the content is okay, please donate so that we can keep this content constantly going and I'll figure out ways to get this shit to get better and better. Uh, we're going to be here hopefully long term. If not, I'll be back to a job and making, I don't know, $82,000 a year and then probably $10,000 in 401k incentive and then probably another three to four thousand dollars in 
um, and in, in bonuses or incentives. So if that's not the life you want from me, please support me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I love y'all. I hope y'all love me back. This is Chan Man, House of Barf.